you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Family's Fly Free Podcast. I'm Lynn Mettler, and my family is just back from a two-week summer getaway to California. So California is one of our favorite destinations. Um, We particularly love San Diego and Santa Barbara are two of our favorites, Um, but we've been many different places in California, including the San Francisco area and Palm Springs and many little towns um, in between Carmel and lots of great beach California towns. So um, we decided to head out there for two weeks and um, first of all, do Disneyland because we are Disney fans and we haven't been able to do Disney now for um, at least over a year, probably a year and a half. And so we were kind of needing our Disney fix. Um, It's been sort of a challenging summer and so we were ready to go have guaranteed fun. That's how I always think of Disney is I know what I'm getting when I go there and I know it's going to be fun. Um, And our whole family enjoys Disney. So everyone's engaged and interested and having a good time and exhausted by the end of it. But so we kind of put Disney in the middle of our trip. And then we spent some time at the beginning in the Los Angeles area. We hung out at Venice Beach in a Verbo rental, which was really nice. It was actually just a little bit south of Venice Beach in Marina del Rey, but it was literally right on the street, um, the Main Street, Washington, um, that kind of takes you into south edge of Venice Beach. So we were able to um, walk over to the beach and see the skate park and Muscle Beach and all of the craziness there. Um, And we spent some time... um, We thought our kids would enjoy this, driving around to see some different homes um, that were have been in TV shows and movies. And my husband and I had done this probably four or five years ago, and we picked some from some of our favorite shows at the time, and we thought it was a lot of fun. And so we thought our kids would enjoy this. So um, we spent about a day, day and a half um, doing this and looking at like some of the amazing arts and crafts homes from Back to the Future. We found um, a house. A lot of these are in the Pasadena area. The house from Halloween where Jamie Lee Curtis is sitting on the corner holding a pumpkin. That's a really fun one um, because the owners of the house currently actually encourage you to come up and they have a little um, kind of piece of paper sitting out and they have some um, faux pumpkins and they show you a picture of what it looked like where she was sitting so you can sit on the corner and hold the fake pumpkin and take your picture um, in front of the house and get the same kind of scene as um, you saw with her. So that was a fun one. And um, we saw the Brady Bunch house and just all kinds of of other ones um, in and throughout the Los Angeles area. 
And then we spent some time, as I mentioned, at Disneyland. We spent about three days there at the Grand Californian, um, which is an amazing, amazing hotel. I already gave you my recap on Disneyland and that property in the last episode. Um, and then we drove south to San Diego. And that San Diego is one of our favorite places to visit. And we have um, done a lot of the touristy things in San Diego already. I've lost count of how many times we've gone there. Um, we've sort of seen and done all that. So we took about a week to just kind of hang out as if we were locals um, and just check out some of the different beaches and some of our favorite things to do. We love to walk around the La Jolla area, which is absolutely stunning. If you've never been there, that's north of downtown in San Diego, um, right on the water, lots of um, cliffs and sea caves, and there's seals and um, sea lions galore that you can be entertained watching. It's great for kids because you're seeing the wildlife um, really out in nature. Um, and you can get quite close to them, not super close, but enough that you can watch their, the sea lions are particularly funny the way they carry on and bark and roll over each other um, and enjoy all of that. You can kayak into sea caves with everyday California. Um, you can snorkel and scuba dive in that area. There's a, like a huge variety of marine life right there. Um, there's some, um, aquariums and institutes for marine life right there where they study all of that. So we did that. We hung out at Pacific Beach. We went downtown. We love Little Italy and we love the Gas Lamp Quarter, which are kind of the um, up and coming happening areas of downtown downtown San Diego. Um, we Our favorite restaurant is Osteria Pane Vino, which is an Italian restaurant in the Gas Lamp Quarter, um, which is really excellent. I highly recommend the gnocchi if you go there. Um, and my husband gets the bolognese, which is also very good. Um, so we had fun just hanging out in downtown and, and eating at some of our favorite restaurants. And then we stayed at the harbor. Um, we stayed at the Sheridan Harbor Resort, um, which was lovely and had uh, was right on the harbor. And we got to take a boat out into San Diego Bay, um, which was fun and go past like the big aircraft carrier and downtown and the convention center and then Coronado Island, which is um, home of the iconic Hotel del Coronado with the red roofs. That's on the other side of San Diego Bay. So you're able to go by Coronado Island there and there's a Navy base. So you can see um, some of the military out and about helicopters. We saw um, looks like recruits that were in training. Um, so there's just so much to see and do there. We um, hiked the Torrey Pines State Park, which is a little bit north of San Diego. And during that section, we stayed at the Estancia Hotel and Resort, um, which is a lovely kind of a deserty looking property, had really, really beautiful grounds. There was a wedding happening while we were there, which was stunning. Um, so we kind of enjoyed listening to the reception, which was outside of our um, hotel balcony. Um, they had a really good restaurant. Mexican restaurant there and listening to live music. So anyway, that's um, all I'll tell you about our California trip, but we had a great, great time. So today I wanted to share with you kind of my story of how I came to flying free, because I don't think I've shared that in detail before. And I know there's many of you out there who were like my family before we figured this out. 
And, um, you know, just to start with, you know, growing up, um, I didn't grow up in a family where we did tons of traveling. And I do have a travel history in my family. My mom was a um, Delta flight attendant back in the 70s for like a year. And my dad had always traveled for business a lot. So he always flew um, Delta. He um, lived and still does live in Atlanta. So he always would fly Delta. And that's how the two of them met, actually. Um, but they divorced when I was young. And so my dad tended to be the one who would um, take me on more trips. And so as I was growing up, we did some fun things like going to Wyoming and Montana and seeing Yellowstone National Park. Um, we went to Hawaii two times. We went to um, Acapulco, Mexico, sort of past its heyday. So that was an interesting trip. Um, and those were all fun and interesting. And then when I got to high school, um, really the first trip I actually took with my mom was um, to New York City. And that was for, I was a dancer in high school. And so we um, were going to a big dance competition in New York City. And so that was really, really exciting. And I think that probably really officially sparked the travel bug in me. I really, really loved New York City. I could imagine living there and I loved the energy and the buzz and literally there's someone at all times, you know, it's the city that never sleeps. Someone is always out and about doing something at all times. And we got to take dance classes with, you know, um, dancers from Broadway and even some celebrities would come in and um, it, it see lots of Broadway shows while we were there. Um, it was totally different than what I knew growing up. And it was just really exciting and fun. And so um, we continued to go every summer while I was in high school. And um, later on, my mom and I would continue to go back because we enjoyed it. And I was just thinking last night how um, back then we would get a $120 round trip flight to New York City. And we thought that was, um, and that is a good deal um, if you're paying for it, but it's better if you don't have to pay anything. But I just remember thinking like, oh, $120, we have to go. It's such a great deal round trip. Um, so we had lots of fun doing that. And then my husband and I got married. Um, we took our honeymoon to Disney World. And, and I think this is where I sort of transitioned into, um, you know, being able to travel kind of on your own away from your parents for the first time is exciting. And so we certainly wanted to travel, um, but as a young couple, we didn't have the budget for it. Um, we would uh, we lived in Indianapolis then, and so we would, kind of our big trip was to drive up to Chicago. So we had a lot of fun doing that. Um, driving up to the big city, it was similar to New York City, and we could get some cheap hotel rooms and go for the weekend. And it felt like we were taking a big trip. Um, and then we had our kids, of course, and um, I started my own business around that time. And there just was never money in the budget to fly um, first three people and then four people um, to pay for airfare. Uh, so here and there, my husband might take a trip for an anniversary or something when we had um, grandparents to watch the kids. Um, but otherwise, every now and then we would take a road trip. And that was about it. And we definitely had the desire to see and do more. And I remember like even planning our honeymoon, we looked at Tuscany and I um, had read Under the Tuscan Sun by Francis Mays and just imagined and dreamed of what that might look like. And I just thought to myself, like, 
I'm never going to see that because I'm never going to be able to afford it unless I have some great success in my business someday. So the fact that, you know, come full circle, that now I have seen it and I was able to do it without paying for airfare for any of us is mind boggling to me. So fast forward to um, around 2014, 2015, um, and I was a travel writer. Um, I still do some travel writing. And so someone had sent me a press release about a couple who was traveling the world and they were flying free and they were doing it by earning miles and points without flying. So they weren't earning their miles and points by paying for flights. They were collecting them in other ways. And I was pretty shocked by that. I was like, well, how could that be? Like I thought to earn frequent flyer miles. I know I've talked about this before, but um, you had to be a frequent flyer because they're called frequent flyer miles. So of course it makes logical sense that to earn these miles, you have to fly. And again, I always just thought it was business travelers like my dad who earned frequent flyer miles because they had to pay to fly so much for business and they collected these miles. And then eventually they had enough to maybe take them or their family on one round trip, you know, every five years or something. And they were doing something completely different. They were earning these points in other ways. And um, at the time, I was a big couponer because uh, I was always looking for ways to save money for my family. And so this struck me as couponing, but for travel. They basically were collecting the miles like I would collect coupons and then redeeming those for free flights. So that couple was the founder of um, MillionMileSecrets.com. Uh, unfortunately, they don't have any um, anything to do with that site that they created anymore. Um, but they certainly inspired me to kind of look into what they were doing and how they were doing it. And so I did. I started to read some of their articles and, and spent some time learning about the concept that you could apply for a credit card, earn points and miles that way and then use those to pay for a flight, but that there are other ways to earn miles, like when you're doing your shopping online or eating out, et cetera. We've talked about all those in past episodes. Um, but the main thing I started to focus on was when I learned about the Southwest Companion Pass on their site. And the Southwest Companion Pass, I had flown Southwest Airlines once in my life. I knew little to nothing about them, except you didn't get to pick your seat. That's the one thing that stood out to me. Um, so I wasn't familiar with flying them at all, but they were the, they had this amazing thing called a companion pass where if you could earn enough points in one year, you earned this pass where you could bring someone with you, not just on one flight free, but on every flight free while you held that pass. And I thought, that's amazing. If I could just earn that, then I could eliminate the cost of one member of my family always flying. And when it comes to couponing, like you can't beat that where you could just eliminate one of you having to pay every single time. That's a huge value. So, um, so I focused on earning that, um, year one and then began to realize that the points I collected to earn that pass, I could then use to book everyone else in my family. So the companion was flying free and then I had points to book the rest of us. 
So <clears throat> over time, you know, we took our first trip was to San Diego, totally free. Um, and my husband was sort of skeptical about this. And I know there's many of you out there who probably feel the same way or has a spouse that feels the same way. It does seem too good to be true. Like I can't deny it, but I'm here to tell you it really does work. Um, and because credit cards are involved, some people get a little bit unsure about that because we've all been trained that credit cards are a bad thing. Um, and they are a bad thing if you don't use them the right way, but they actually can be a tremendously good thing that you can take advantage of if you know how to do it right, which is what we're here to show you how to do. We're never trying to get anyone in debt and we always give you the tools to make sure you pay your balance every month because these cards do have high interest. So this is not a hobby you want to get into if you can't pay the balance every month. And we show you how to always pay the balance so that you never get stuck at the end of the month with money that you didn't remember that you spent or not enough money in the bank to cover it. Anyway, he was a little skeptical because credit cards are involved. But I was like, okay, just let me get this pass and then let's see where, where it takes us. So he was pretty amazed when we took that first flight to San Diego and all four of us paid nothing for the airfare. He was in, he was sold. So he's like, let's do it. Um, so from there, you know, I spent the next couple of years reading, researching, trying to figure out, well, do what card do I need to get next? I made some mistakes along the way. I got an American Airlines card that I didn't need. And then I had a hard time trying to use those points. We had to kind of manufacture a trip just to get rid of them because they weren't enough for our whole family to fly. Um, and we all make mistakes like this at the beginning if you don't have someone hand holding you through it or able to answer your questions personally. Um, and so over time, I crafted a process. I'm always about the, what is the simplest thing I can do to generate the biggest results? So that's how I approached this. Um, what are, what's the one or two things I can do here that will generate the most points for us or enable us to take as many trips as possible? Um, and so over time, I crafted my own process that works for my family. And now through my family's Fly Free membership has worked for hundreds of families. Um, and it's very simple, very, very simple. And I'm amazed at the number of people, like when I do my um, initial consults with my members, I have a lot of people who've been working very hard to earn miles and points. Um, it can be a lot of work and it can be confusing and complicated and you have all these different uh, loyalty accounts and cards you're trying to juggle and you're working hard at it because you're trying to get a good value for your family. But they're shocked when they come to me and I say, hold on, like I've got a much easier way to not only accomplish what you're already accomplishing, but probably double or triple the number of points you're able to earn and thus the number of trips you're able to take or the number of people you're able to bring with you. And it's probably... 10 times more simple than what you're trying to do. Um, and I even had a member the other day when I was doing her initial consult and I could feel her resisting, resisting the simplicity of this because she had worked so hard to get to where they were. And it was hard to look at the fact it could have been 
so much simpler, right? And it's okay that you have worked hard because none of us know the best way to do this. I've just crafted a way that works well for my family and it works well really for um, any family. I've got many families of six or seven, not many, but several families of six or seven in the membership. And it works well for one person or two people too, because you can take even more trips with the number of points I'm I'm um, helping you earn. Um, so you just have to start fresh and go, okay, hey, I did a great job on my own. Like I did the best that I could. I pulled together the research and the articles I looked at. I spent hours and hours on it. And that's what I came up with. But hey, now here's an easier way. And I can lean into that and be okay with, it's great that I put all this work into it. Um, I was doing it for the right reason. But now I can relax a little bit. I've got a simple process to follow. And like once you learn my process, you just have to put it on autopilot. It takes uh, probably the first two to three months to get everything rocking and rolling and everything in place. And then you just put it on autopilot. It's amazing. And I always make sure you have a companion pass. And that can be so, so much simpler than what everyone who comes to me is trying to do. So, so much simpler. I promise it's really, really easy to always have one, not just one, but then get one next time and the next time and the next time. Um, And then I help you with what to do in between earning companion passes. You always have companion pass, but then what's the best way to earn points when you're not trying to earn companion pass because you already have one? Um, What's the most effective way to do it? And it's, it's so simple. So I just want to encourage you, if you are a family who's, you know, taking a road trip every now and then who cannot imagine that you could take your family of three or four or five or six on not just one vacation every year, like let's get out of the mentality of we take one vacation a year. Nope. You can take really as many vacations a year as you want under my system. We travel when it's not a pandemic about six times a year by plane, all four of us. And that's about all we can logistically fit in. And even that is challenging sometimes to get in six trips. Um, But you can stop calling them a vacation, really, because I always think of a vacation as an every now and then thing. Just talk about traveling. We travel a lot. We're traveling over spring break. We're traveling over summer. We're traveling over fall break. We're traveling over winter break. We're traveling over President's Day weekend. We're taking the kids out of school for a week. We're going to Europe. Whatever. Um, It can work for you. So go ahead and dream about it. And if you would spend $1,000 on airfare in the next year, I invite you instead to invest that in the Families Fly Free membership. Instead, that investment is not just going to get you one flight for your family of four, which is what you would get if you gave it to any airline. I don't even know if that's enough for a flight for a family of four round trip. But what it's going to get you is a process to always be able to fly your family of four free, whether it's six times a year, whether it's one vacation a year, whether it's for the rest of your lives. And you can show, I was just having a conversation with my um, now senior in high school on the San Diego trip, teaching him how to start to do this because he's getting to the age um, as he looks to going to college and is turning 18, where he can get his start, his own credit journey and talking about how to properly use a credit card and how it really works, how I do this to earn points for us and how many points it takes to book a flight. And he was pretty amazed by the whole thing. 
and pretty excited at the prospect that, hey, he could earn his own points once he develops his own credit and shoot, he and his friends could take a trip around Europe or go somewhere fun on spring break and he could have it covered, not have to pay for the airfare. He could book hotels for free. He could show his friends how to do it. Um, so this investment pays off a hundredfold <laughs> for you, whereas your one-time trip, if you give it to the airline, it pays off once. And then next time you have to pay $1,000. And then next time you have to pay $1,000. So I invite you to consider that. What's it worth to you to be able to always fly free, to have someone you can always ask questions of, to be able to participate in a community of travel lovers who are always sharing travel tips, to be able to join our weekly live webinars on all kinds of topics. And this month, for the month of August, we're focusing on travel tips because we found in past months, our members loved these webinars. So we're going to be going into car rentals again. We've already addressed that one in the spring, but we're going to be doing part two, what to do if you can't find a reasonably priced car rental all the other alternatives that you have. And I really looked into this in depth this summer for a trip we had planned but didn't take um, to figure out we were not going to pay $5,000 for a car. So what else could we do? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to tell, tell you in a webinar how to save on airport parking. A lot of people don't know there's loyalty programs at airports, at the different types of parking lots, um, whether, you know, booking, staying at a hotel that allows you to park, all your different options and how to save. We're going to have on um, team member Cami, who is one of the most organized people I know, and she's going to show you how she plans for all of her trips. And she and her husband um, travel a ton every single year. Um, and so she's going to give you a step-by-step -step of how to get organized for a trip. Um, so that's going to be super valuable. And we're going to give you some tools to download with that also. And then we're also going to do a webinar with um, multiple of our team members on our favorite travel apps. So we're going to share you beyond the airline and hotel apps, which are obvious, kind of what are our favorite ones for um, planning, for calendars, for transportation, for hiking, um, all those different things. So if you want to get in on those live, um, which our members love and be able to ask questions, please join the membership. Um, and again, you can uh, get more information and sign up today at familiesflyfree.com slash join. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode where I shared my story. I hope you can relate to where I was and I hope you can place yourself where I am now. It's 100% possible. All you have to do if you want it very quickly is just sign up for the membership and we will have you there in two to three months. So have a great rest of your week and I will see you on the next episode. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Families Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step -step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com join. That's familiesflyfree.com join to learn more and get started flying free today.